Good day, friends. It's another episode of Big Kid Pod, and I'm so glad that you're here. It's the pep talk for the week, and I really wanted to focus on December being about kindness and mindfulness. So for 2019, we've looked at two polarizing feelings every single month. So if there's something that you're wanting more information about around a specific feeling, just use my website like Google in a way and check out the search function and just search for some feeling keywords and see if there's a blog post, journal entry, even podcast episode that could help you. And if there's not, please let me know. I would love (laughs) to talk more feelings. But why we're looking at kindness and mindfulness for December is instead of it being polarizing feelings, these two things have brought so much peace and clarity and fun (laughs) into my life. And so just like with everything else, I want to share that with you. So a few years back, I was working at my office with a friend and I was telling him how excited I was to build my coaching practice. And most people call me KDC. So that's also (laughs) the whole thing around my coaching is KDC. And we toyed with the idea of making my initials, which is what those are, stand for something within my brand. And that's how kindness drives change was born and it wasn't until I started looking at my life through this specific lens that I realized that I've been doing this all along so since then I've developed a coaching strategy that is again life-changing and it's all around and revolves around kindness driving change I recently just updated my website, so if you haven't been there lately, again, I suggest you go take a peek. Uh, Most recently, I added this quote that I always give new coaching clients. Are you ready for this one? (sighs) Shake it out. Get ready. And it's, the habits we created to survive will no longer serve you when it's time to thrive. Whew. I love that so much because it's so true. All the habits that have gotten me here, you here to where you are right now, have all been survival habits. True or false? For me, that was definitely true. And I knew that it was my time to thrive. It's for you, time to step into the next chapter of your life. Time to choose yourself time for you to build thrive habits because you ain't just surviving (laughs) so you may ask what do you mean survival habits so some of my own included people pleasing being quote-unquote busy ignoring and telling other people that I actually don't have feelings at all being a control freak was a survival habit being a judgy mcjudgerson All of those things and so much more were all survival habits. So I want to know what are your go-to survival habits? What have those been? 
you can hit me up on IG at Big Kid Pod, or again, send me an email through the KDC Coaching website. So all of those things, again, survival habits, got me to a safe space. But I knew that that's not where I wanted to keep living. So this is when I started really understanding the first level of kindness driving change was being kindness to myself, bringing kindness to myself. I think of my philosophy like a triangle with kindness to yourself being the bottom third, right? Because it's the foundation of it all. Let's be honest, RuPaul says it best. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen up in here? It took time to learn more about my own values, what I believe in, what I wanted to stand up for. And that also helped lead to setting healthy boundaries for myself. I started saying no to things that I hated more often. I started making time paying attention to myself, and really focusing on cultivating things that worked and really meant something more to me. So I created a self-care routine that works for me. And yes, most of it's done before 6.30 a.m. on most days, but coming from a state of thriving instead of surviving, I do it. So I usually wake up two hours before I need to leave my house, whereas survival me would have woken up about 20 minutes or so. I would rush out of bed, not have time for breakfast or lunch packing or even checking in with myself. That was like least of my priorities. Top of the list was to, you know, look presentable. (laughs) Dry shampoo, uh, chapstick, pace. And sure, like it doesn't stray too much further than that, but I really take time now. Again, I make space for myself. It's interesting because research has shown that those precious moments after we wake up are precious for real. Those first 20 minutes after we wake up is called the alpha stage. This is taken from a website I'll link in the show notes strike that a link Casey thanks girl (laughs) we'll post in the show notes but um they also say it's the gateway to the subconscious mind that time window is when your subconscious mind is most impressionable and soaks up information like a sponge so interesting that's like just the first 20 minutes again I was setting my day (laughs) from an anxious state and like it kind of carried me through and I hated it so now I use my phone in the morning um within like those first 15 minutes as just my alarm clock so I make sure that the brightness is all the way up and it's loud as hell and I swear my new phone the volume on it is just bananas because sometimes it will jolt me awake and if you could um well, I guess I want to. Maybe this is what I'll ask for Christmas. Um, but just going old school, right? And just putting an alarm clock in your room and even just keeping your phone out of the bedroom is like the next thriving step. But for now, my phone is my alarm. And when it goes off, I don't snooze. I'll tell myself something I'm grateful for. And then I get my ass out of bed. <laughs> So 
I'll like shower, do whatever, um, and then go sit at my desk that has a great view and <clears throat> it's actually where I will like put my makeup on and stuff. So now is when I'll actually open my phone and I check out an app that I have by Gabby Bernstein and it's just the Spirit Junkie app. Uh, also, again, Casey, sorry, will also <laughs> link that in the show notes. And so this app will give me an affirmation uh, that I just keep with me throughout the day. And it's nice because it's on my phone and I can look back at it like before going into a meeting or like before getting out of my car usually. And then you can even favorite ones that you like. Um, so I'll look at that affirmation and then I'll do a really quick one pager in my journal. And this notebook I'm using right now, I got from Imperfect Boss Camp. And it's nice as a stationary lover, lover a lot of people will gift me journals and so um I'll just use those and again it's not that long it's just a one pager and I'll ask myself how I want to feel for that day what I want to give that day because I usually see at least one person most days um I'll also write about what I want to receive and how I want others to feel after spending time with me and it's funny because I've been doing this for years and years and again shout out to Gabby Bernstein but she just wrote a blog post about how her questions are pretty much exactly the same as mine and it made my spirit junkie heart very happy (laughs) anyone else out there spirit junkies let me know so after I'll journal I'll check out my calendar again to see what's going on for the day and I'll choose feelings based on that because you know as I teach and like a lot of other coaches teach that feelings don't just happen to us right it's always based on what we're thinking so instead of responding to feelings using them on purpose and like kind of basically as a superpower and so I'll just think about how I want to feel. So the feelings that I picked for this morning, knowing that I was going to be a learner and a teacher and a friend was enthusiastic and present because that's how I wanted to feel. And knowing that's how I wanted to feel, that's how I responded. And so again, using feelings on purpose. So then... I'll open up my meditation app. And I like Headspace. I'll either do the live meditations, and those happen every 30 minutes throughout the day, which I love so much. Um, It's cool because it will show you a total count at the end. So this morning, I meditated at the same time as 264 other people. There's no, like, statistics of where those people are that you can see on your end as a user, but it's just nice to know that (laughs) there are that many people doing the same thing as me, right? I think following apps and things are great, but you do lose that communal part that goes hand-in-hand with meditation. So again, it's nice um, to feel and to know that first thing in the morning, even at 5.30 a.m., I'm not alone, so um if I don't choose one of those live live um 
meditations, I'll choose one of the different packs that are available. I've done the self-esteem, balance, relationships, managing anxiety, acceptance, coping with cravings, so, so many. I've used that app for over two years and I love it every day I can use it. Um, some people have actually asked me a lot on IG about what I do for flying and traveling anxiety and they actually have a fear of flying meditation and so I use that every single time and it's like Netflix because it will suggest related meditations to follow so after flying it suggests panicking and um, letting go of stress so that's really nice and I really like their animations they're so cute they appeal to me as a visual learner (laughs) and so they have different videos to explain techniques and tricks and that kind of stuff and so yeah it's a guided meditation and I'll do like 10 to 15 minutes um their nighttime ones are really good too um excuse me so I also like with Headspace they also just started doing today's mindful moment so today it said we tend to notice when anger and sadness arise but how often do we acknowledge when they pass (laughs) it's interesting just to think about while you're getting ready instead of all of the shit I have to do um some people also like calm the app so check out that one honestly just google meditation apps and just try a bunch out i used the free version of headspace before i invested in the paid one but because i use it every day and sometimes more than once a day i definitely see the value so yeah um so keep on going with learning kindness to myself i also mastered like the curiosity before judgment with the help of meditation and the no judgment part really came easy after a while and then it made it easier to use for other people and it wasn't about judging myself for thinking during meditation which is where I think a lot of people get hung up on and start to believe that they can't do it but it's actually just acknowledging when thoughts or feelings come up just saying hello and then goodbye (laughs) in the same breath it's not judging myself for thinking or feeling it's just again acknowledging that it's there and then letting it go (laughs) so like I said instead of concentrating on my shit list for the day I'll think about what I journaled this is excuse me um I'll think of the affirmation of the day. I'll think about what I journaled. I'll think about what I want to be feeling. And it just, again, shows so much kindness to myself because I'm being so intentional with this time. And I just know that I got to take care of number one. So I'll also journal in a different journal, to be honest, <laughs> um, my gratitude from the day before, and then I'll track my mood in my mood tracker. So there is that, and then I put all of my stationery away, <laughs> and I have time to have breakfast. Nothing fancy, but as a diabetic, I know that I have to eat, so I won't just rush out the door without it. 
I'll even pack a lunch. So once I'm done eating, I'll get dressed, cuddle the cat, cuddle bay, and then leave. And that's my morning routine. And even saying it out loud <laughs> feels like a lot. And I want you to know that I didn't do all of these things all at once when I started. Um, when I wanted to start a healthy thriving morning at the start it was just like when we set goals you just got to do one thing at a time right so I started really easy and I just started eating breakfast that was it and um a few years ago I challenged myself to do yoga every single day um just because with my personality I like to be an extremist sometimes so um I wanted to commit to myself to do it every day and yoga came in or came hand in hand with meditation and I used to do yoga in the morning but now I usually do it in the evening and but I knew I wanted the benefits of like that meditation first thing in the morning so then I just started doing more of that so after doing yoga every day for over a year, I knew that I still wanted that peacefulness of meditation in my morning. And I've journaled ever since I was a kid. And in my coaching practice, journaling is a big part of it because it totally works. And so I knew journaling should be a part of my morning too. And so it was just all of these little things put together that really created something that works. And it really guides me through kindness to myself. So this is my self-care. And I call that because I am literally taking care of myself in these moments. And it's such a difference between my 20-minute morning routine of rushing, feeling panicked and unprepared, and not feeling connected and in touch with what the f was going on in my head or even my body and so is it enneagram too one of my life values is living a life of service who else out there um so i know that as soon as i walk out my door it's not about me like situations conversations anything really I know that it's not about me and I'm okay with that so I take the time to take care of myself in the morning so I know that I am taken care of because again nobody is going to do that not even your partner so again take care of you so more kindness to myself also meant re-looking at what being busy meant all right who else because there are a lot of things to check off the list, especially right now, right? Holiday season is fastly approaching and there's just not enough time. So I also re-looked at what being busy meant because there were a lot of things to check off the list, but never enough time. But when I really looked at how much time I spent scrolling, binge watching and wasting time I found everything and all the time that I was looking for and so kindness to myself means paying attention to what I'm feeding my body my brain and my soul not just garbage all of the time and I feel like this is 
one of the reasons why I also carry water with me everywhere I go. I, uh, yes, also use it as a coping thing, but I know that water is something my body ultimately needs. So I'm just always trying to drink water. Kindness to myself means moving my body more often. So if it's yoga or just playing games, hiking, walking, any way I can move myself, I try to do at least once a day. Kindness to myself means knowing that I love being in nature. So I will lean on outside environments to really recenter me. Breathing in fresh air, outside air is so, so helpful. Oh, excuse me. Kindness to myself meant starting to pay attention to all of the negative self-talk and changing it up because there was a lot there and I was really, really hard on myself because I didn't think I deserved anything. But it was rephrasing all of that and remembering that I am not my feelings and feelings do not make me less of a human. That's... Yeah. (laughs) So the easiest way for me to like kick my brain into this mode is to think of myself as a kid. And what I would say to her, it's definitely not the shit that I was saying to myself. And instead of thinking I am definitely not where I wanted to be by 33, I'm thinking I'm so proud of myself for my sobriety and my self-love at this age and knowing that I have this knowledge now and for the rest of my life means it's going to be so full and rich and that's just so exciting and it's such a difference just in one thought and it changes how I feel about myself instantly it's such a hard word world oh my god sorry I got too excited, but for real, it's such a hard world out there. So just be kind to yourself. For me, kindness is not just a mantra, right? It's a lifestyle (laughs) and it's doing the right thing even when you don't want to. When it comes to our kids, remember that a good example is better than good advice. So stop talking at them (laughs) and just start walking that walk. Don't tell your kids to be kind and then talk shit on the family that you'll be seeing during the holidays, right? Show them how to be kind because really they're watching you more than they're listening to you. So what are you showing them? You can show kindness to yourself today, right? How can you do that? Besides a bubble bath, besides watching your favorite show, what can you do? Make time to show kindness to yourself. I dare you. (laughs) kindness to myself meant building new habits and I'm so excited to talk about all of the survival habits that I've kicked um, upcoming for 2020 where I'll coach you on more thriving habits and if there's a bad survival habit you're looking to dump for the new year let your girl know slide into the dms at big kid pod on ig or email me at info at kdccoaching.com excited to talk to you guys again soon more kid interviews coming for 2020 also so look forward to that if you have a kid that loves to talk tells great stories um or is going through any big feelings right now 
I would love to talk to them. So yeah, hit me up. Have a great week. And don't forget, kindness to yourself. Make the time. Again, I dare you.